A Guide to the New Reality There are two realities, though people are only aware of one. We have been indoctrinated to believe all of reality is contained in one highly complex and many-faceted construct. We are told everything we see and know is contained in one great vision, despite being bombarded with evidence to the contrary. Everywhere we are faced with duality and division. If there were only one reality, how could it be divided against itself and still exist as a unity? The concept of reality is contained in the idea of a universe. Despite the evidence of mind and eyes, we continue to believe conflict and dualist opposition is contained in this one universe. The universe encompasses liberals and conservatives, the political left and right, the economics of capitalists and communists, and of course those who believe in God and secularists. Yet, in fact, the secular world cannot embrace or fully tolerate believers. Despite the intolerance and rejection of those with faith, naive continue to claim under all of these disagreements is a solid, unperturbable reality common to all persons. Naive realists are cultural relativists. They think divisions are merely disagreements about what is actually real. But they do not think the disagreement changes anything fundamental. War is merely a misunderstanding about what is true. Criminals have failed to grasp the true nature of the true reality. We are all good, but some of us are confused about what is real. But then there are Christians who refuse to fit in. We do not think the disagreements are superficial and something deeper exists that is common to all persons. As secularists claim to try and find a compromise with Christians, we only find more and more reasons to reject any compromise. Fundamentalists are of the opinion that as bad as these visible divisions may be, there is a division that is deeper and more serious than the ones which preoccupy politicians and social justice warriors. However, it is a fracture which those who think the universe is one totality of all that exists, cannot see. Conventional reality is phenomenological meaning it is dependent on observation. If it cannot be observed in some way, it cannot exist. Phenomenological reality is the reality of the five senses. But how reliable is the information gleaned by electrical impulses transmitted along nerve fibers to be interpreted by neurons? Is the brain's neuronal network a reliable storage facility when we know other storage systems are prone to error and corruption? Most communication systems are prone to error due to signal loss and noise. Is redundancy built into man's reality? How does the brain categorize inputs to create a reality one can be conscious of? If the brain is being bombarded with a random cacophony of signals, how does it make sense of what it receives? There has to be a way to root and organize all of the signals hitting our sensory channels to make all of these signals into more than just noise. What is consciousness of self, when consciousness is the awareness of everything that the self is constituted from? Is it possible to be conscious of nothing but the self? We are our memories and experiences, we are aware of what forms us and the awareness of everything is us. Our awareness of self is the awareness of all that the self is aware of. We are aware of our body and our body is what is aware, or so the experts tell us. But they cannot tell us how the explanation makes sense. 
How is the body aware of something other than the body that is aware of the body is not being it, if the awareness is the body? How is who we are, aware of who we are, as something that is separate from who we are, yet what we are conscious of, is the totality of all we are? What is the observer when the observer is being observed? How is it possible for a person to experience themselves, and to experience the sensation of their own existence? The problems for a materialist are insurmountable and not even debatable in a productive way. We see the problem, but it is not possible to talk about the issues in a coherent or comprehensible way, using the language and ideas of materialism. This is why metaphysics is shunned by materialists. Physical beings cannot both be what they experience and be aware of what they experience as something external to them. The problem with materialism is that it denies mankind's role in the formation of reality, we are treated as the victims of reality or at least bystanders. This narrative creates a host of problems, not only in our efforts to understand how we understand reality but how we systematically impact and alter it. Reality is not something divorced from humanity. We are an intrinsic part of it not an effect produced by it. Because so many think reality is out there and an environment we walk around in, they tend to consider reality something to be consumed. It is almost as if mankind was a tourist and reality a resort. The problem of understanding reality as distinct from the observer reaches its zenith when we consider the relationship between mind and brain. The brain observes reality. Reality is in the mind, but the mind is in the brain which is part of reality. How can reality be in the brain if the brain is simply an element of physical reality? Physical reality is observing itself even though reality is nothing more than events that we cannot see behind. Events exist because fields exist, a field is an event area. If a field enters another field, an event is observed. But there is nothing that can be observed other than the event. A particle changes location. Vibrational rates increase. This are observed, but they are events, not actual things. The more one looks the more one realizes there is nothing to see. Physical reality is anything but physical. The one thing material reality is not, is material. There is nothing real to see, feel, hear, taste or smell. These are all things the mind creates out of the electrical signals sent to the brain's neurons. The most real things for mankind are numbers and logic. These are the elements that compose moral reality. Moral reality as opposed to physical reality is composed of accounts and each account must be reconciled. Moral reality is about moral justice and truth in its absolute sense rather than about what registers on a physical brain. The only way to change the values in one account is by altering the values in a related account. Nothing is created ex nihilo in economics. Transfers are either moral or criminal. Transfers can be reconciled or not. There is no middle ground or compromise. If we claim land the land must have value for us, but we did not create this value. In business every transfer is matched by an equal but opposite entry. This may not seem to have much to do with reality if you think you are a consumer or observer of reality. 
If reality is created then it is necessary to acknowledge the contribution of the author of what one acquires. Even if we believe physical reality is real, this is not the reality we live in. Physical reality has little use to us in its original condition. We do not live in nature, we live in houses and apartments constructed by us in artificial environments called cities and towns. One of the most notable expressions of our rejection of nature is the lawn. There are no lawns in nature, they are one of the most unnatural things one can find. The old reality was and is a false reality of real things that do not have a real existence. The existence of a car depends on the value of the car. This is the problem when things are stolen, value is lost. A house with no value is not a house. A house is not just a structure. A house has meaning. The person with no understanding of monetary value looks at gold different than the person raised in a modern economy. What is a city with no people? The physical elements are all there. But without people the many thousands of buildings lack the essential quality of what makes a city, a city. When people no longer value a place, it loses meaning and becomes a ghost town. The old reality is things with no meaning or purpose. Without purpose things are exploited. A world that lacks significance is a world without purpose. If people are objects, they have no rights and cannot have any expectations. In the new reality everything has value. Everyone has value. We cooperate because we cannot impose our value or purpose on those things that already have value and purpose. What we do is seek out the real purpose of what exists. The new reality is a reality built on cooperation, not regulation, which is the act of imposing values on others. When you regulate other people, you impose your values on them. Cooperatives use a cooperative market which permits cooperation to be measured. In the new reality we are guided by the level of cooperation manifested. If option A has a higher value than option B, option A exhibits a higher cooperative value than B and it is a that is implemented.